Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to Cub and Chub. Um, if you're checking us out for the first time, just want to let you know this uh, podcast contains adult content. So if you or your little ones are not ready to hear very adult content, um, maybe maybe don't check this one out right now. <laughs> maybe come back later. Tim, uh, you want to say anything? If you don't want to hear your children uh, complaining about me talking about my ass or <laughs> um, me saying, you know, I want to get up it, right? Um, then maybe don't listen. There you go. Thanks, everybody. Love you. Hey, Tim. Hi. Uh, How you hey. doing? I'm good. How are you? Um, it's been a week. It has been a week. Girl. A week, week. Yes. I I think yeah. I you know me. I I'm not the person to go. Uh, uh, it's case of the Mondays or like, <laughs> is it only Tuesday? Like, I that's not usually me. By Every Wednesday, single day. Every yeah. single day, I was like, wow. Um. God, it's Monday. Yeah. And then yeah. I was like, is it only Tuesday? <laughs> I was like, damn, I feel the hump. Like, yeah. <laughs> this this week just like punched me straight in the mouth. And like on Wednesday, I was feeling it. Yesterday, we're recording on Friday for those who care. Yeah. Um, and Clearly. but yesterday, I and this will kind of be in my uh, I won't hint at anything, but yesterday was tough. Mm-hmm. Yesterday was a very tough day. And not necessarily all in sadness. There were like sad things coming at me too, but it was just too much input. Yeah. Too many things. And like literally couldn't couldn't respond to the last thing before someone else was hitting me up. And I'm like, I can't do this. And then I had stuff. <laughs> yeah. like, trying to manage too much stuff. Yeah. And the bandwidth is thin. And no, yeah, it was it was too much. Um, but today was like complete opposite. Like yeah. all the little fires from yesterday, like resolved themselves or we figured it out, but I've just been, I've been over it. I've been waiting the, the blurry is going to blur it out, but this is wine. I've been waiting for this wine. Ooh, I'm so jealous. How was I your won. week? It was very long. Um, I, there was nothing like in specific that was bad about it i just didn't want it yeah um so it's one of those things where it's like if i was a child and i wasn't being parented i would have just stayed in the bed the whole week yeah but because i'm an adult um and this airbnb is not paying for itself Mm -hmm. uh, i had to get up in literal less than freezing weathers yeah um multiple weathers listen the multiple weathers yeah it was it was winter mix every day (laughs) and telling me to shut my fat ass up Mm. and get in the bed and instead i had to say well (laughs) i guess i'm gonna have to just power through it and I did it, but yeah. I didn't want to. What's your go-to when you're when you're having a day like that? Like you got to go to work, you got to suck it up. When you get back home and you have the options to like do something that's comforting, 
or like to or to relax or unwind like do you have a go-to regimen or anything so usually it would just be food and i think maybe that's why um sure maybe it was so hard because i'm trying to not resort to food yeah um and so this week in specific actually i have been trying to do my little like 500 calorie diet do not do this people it doesn't work we are not Um, doctors no i'm not doctors i'm not a trainer of any kind yeah Uh, but yes um i i've been trying to like restrict myself from the things that are comforting like carbs Mm -hmm. and um sugars and sweets and all those things and instead i've been drinking water and eating broccoli and you know protein of some sort yeah and it has not felt good in my head because i'm not used to it yeah um but thursday yesterday was kind of the turning point for things Mm. but in which like i got some really good like i went to panera not panera i went to pan it's it's a panda express is that yeah, with, with the Chinese yeah. cuisine. So, yes. Yeah. So, I got um, the super greens there. The super greens are a lifesaver. They were so good. They're so good. <laughs> and it helped me get through that. Now, today, because um, it's Friday yeah. and I got paid. Woo, um, hallelujah. Yes, I went and got <laughs> me a slice of cake. And, uh, and, and uh, so, I didn't, I mean... Listen, we gotta survive gonna go the way that they go. Yeah, and regardless, I'm gonna be the same person I was today, yesterday, and forever. And you know, if my body grows, then so be it. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, FYI, we are talking about body image today as our topic. We so are. We're kind right? of we're getting a little we're getting giving a little hint of what's to come. Um, yeah. We're but tired yeah. and we have bodies. Mm-hmm. Tired bodies and food. That's what we're here for. So, <laughs> well, Tim, l- let me ask you, do you want to kick things off for us? Of course I do. Hi, I'm Tim. And I'm Bear. And this is Cub. And Chub. <laughs> I, did you see that we did, we I did know. that? <laughs> we, are, we are so rehearsed at this point. Cub and Chub. And Chub. <laughs> <laughs> So today we're talking about body image, mm. and I was wondering, Bear, yeah. when did you first become aware of your body? <clears throat> it's an interesting question because I I feel like I always knew I was bigger. Mm-hmm. Like, even when I look at photos of myself as a child, where I'm very small and... yeah. I still remember feeling big. Mm. So first thing is I always, I've always had a big head. If you look at 
if you look at the fourth the fifth grade like kindergarten picture i've got this like skinny bony body with the the biggest noggin it's basically you know, this, yeah it's this face with like a 50 pound body it is oh <laughs> it is very it's a very funny all forehead all just noggin no neck no neck anyway um I've always, <laughs> all neck um but i've always i've always like i've always known that i was bigger than other kids mm -hmm. um i've always been broad shouldered and you know that kind of stuff but the earliest memory i have of being aware of my body is bugle boy did you ever go to a bugle boy store as a child no i i did go but it was i as odd for us okay okay so, so like, they had Beagle Boy and Ayazad. It was together. They bought him. Okay. So there was a Beagle Boy at the uh, mall in Williamsburg. Mm -hmm. And I remember being othered because they had a Husky Kids section. God, I hate that. The Husky Kids section. And uh. I remember talking to my mom and going like, why, why are these my only options? Why is what you know? Why is this section? She's like, oh well, you need a little bit more space. Like she was, she was very yeah. kind about it, like a mother would be. But I just remember like having to shop in a different section than the rest of the clothes because of my body type. Yeah, and like I mean, when I think about the earliest memory, that's the one that sticks out. I'm like, oh, I've got a different body. Mm. I, I'm not normal. Um, oh, and so yeah, yeah, and and. You know, and it's it's interesting when we think about like plus sizes, husky, and how we the naming convention, and how we yeah try to get ahead of that, but also it, <laughs> I it don't know. It sounds like they're trying to celebrate it, but in doing that, it actually just excludes people. Even. Right, right. Instead yeah. of like calling it husky, you just could have had it be like thirty two, thirty four. You know what I mean? It could have just been measurements. I, I you could have just put it in the same section, right? Yes. Put it by size. That was the thing. The, and Husky was on like the tagging brand. Yep. Like if you looked inside the waistband, like they had this, the, everything and said Husky, kids Husky. I'm like, yeah. Husky? <laughs> I was like, what are you, a dog? Yeah. <laughs> so that, that was like the earliest, like maybe negative connotation I remember. Yeah. But it also had the flip side because I knew I was a bigger kid. And so I remember like, I would like play wrestle with my cousin mm. Al, who is uh, who was smaller than me, but was like stronger. He had like yeah, up, he had, like natural upper body strength. So like we would like play wrestle, and he'd always like beat me, like pin me down or whatever. And I was always I would get frustrated. And then I just I remember like when I got tired of like fake losing, I would use my weight to my advantage. Yeah, and be like, well, now I'm sitting on your chest. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes I would get frustrated, and I like hit him in the nose and like broke his nose a couple times like oh my that, god that was that was that i was a very angry kid um <laughs> but but i used i like i would use my weight like the kids in the neighborhood again like play fighting and wrestling and stuff and like they would like call me like fat or big or something yeah and i'd be like oh really and then it's like an elbow to the face or like mm -hmm. it was suddenly not play fighting yeah and i was bigger than them so i could overpower them so there was the flip side of it where it was like, I was frustrated that I knew that I was bigger, but I also like would. You'd be like, oh, I'll show you how big I I'll am. I'll show you how big I am. And so it was, that was kind of the flip side of that as a kid dealing with like being aware of my body type. Um, 
What about you? What What's your journey been with like your awareness when you were like, when did you first become aware? Um, I kind of have always been aware that I was big, but all of my family was big. So it was one of those things where I just, I just was like, well, this is who we are. We are big people. And for all intents and purposes, Martinsville is very, uh, people who look like me, like mm. light-skinned Black people who are big. Like, so I didn't, I didn't really recognize that as a child, I was big until maybe fifth grade. Um, or that I always knew it, but like, I didn't know that it was a problem yeah. until maybe like fifth grade, there was FUBU. Uh, yes. And for us, by us. But back in the day, they put FB on the on the shirts mm -hmm. uh, in that oh. grand old husky section. Mm -hmm. And so in fifth grade, they called me uh, FB for a fat boy mm. because I would wear that shirt. And they were like, oh, I guess he knows he's fat boy. And I would, and I just like, I was devastated because I was just like, well, everybody's fat. And then I looked around and the kids weren't fat though. <laughs> like mm. I was fat. And in, I mean, I remember going to the doctor that year and they weighed me and I was 199 pounds. <laughs> and, and they were like, my mom was like, oh. <laughs> and then the doctor was like, this is a grown man's way. He was he was not mincing words. Yeah. He was like, if you if you don't uh put get a handle on this, he's gonna be 300 pounds before he was 30. Uh guess what? I was that before 30, so gotcha, bitch. <laughs> um so I it was very that was the time where it was very apparent that being fat was not good. Yeah. Uh, and not normal, especially at that age. And so I got put on my first diet and didn't go well, like all my diets. And, and it was just one of those, it just started the internal battle. Yeah. Of I'm not good enough on my own unless I restrict in some way. Yeah. Um, and it kind of poured over into other parts of my life is because I was fat, I need to uh, shy away and try to not take up space. Yeah. Uh, metaphorically, even like I would just I didn't sing a lot uh, as a child because I was trying to blend in and not mm. take up space. And, you know, not really see that the person that I am is, I'm a big personality, so why not have a big body to go with it? Like, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. So I, I wish that, you know, those, like, parts of my life didn't happen so much. Yeah. Made me who I am today. So let me ask you with so I remember I've got two sisters, 
an older one and a younger one. And I remember wondering why I got this body and they didn't. They were, they're both, um, growing up, they were both string beans. And, yeah. um, and I just have always been bigger. And I just remember like, th I remember thinking about, trying to think about the biology, like how did the chromosomes do this? Cause yeah. they got, they got that and I got this. And I remember comparing, like, I was, I was curious, I, um, I, I didn't meet your brother. Did you guys have similar body types too? Or were you, so did you my run bigger brother than him? Was, yeah, my brother was bigger than me. Uh, mo I mean, most of my life. Yeah. But, so he was big too, but in high school, he like started working out and doing like weird things mm -hmm. to, so like he would put belts on his body at night like he he was creating a waist trainer like, like a training yeah he was waist training before yahoo's thought it was cute. <laughs> um and he would you know he would drink a lot of water instead of eating and all of a sudden i do not i don't, don't sure but um, but it sounds like he was aware he, of something and, and yeah. started trying to modify and that. like he got he really slimmed down mm -hmm. and so there are pictures of me and him where i'm bigger than him mm. um and it really did a number on me because i am 10 years you know 10 years younger than my brother but i'm bigger than him so right. <laughs> like it really like made me feel even more uh i guess less than human sure and worthy of humanity uh than other people and then that made me just eat more yeah and eat in secret and have that sort of life where mm -hmm. and it didn't help that i was gay too so like all of that like really just happened it gave me a life of seclusion and like hiding uh, yeah. who I was, what I did, how I just how I perceived the world is they won't they won't enjoy who I am. So let's keep it in this room. Yeah. So so yeah. So that's what I did. If I had something like a YouTube, I probably would have been <laughs> the best YouTube star ever. Well, well, <laughs> let's. What a great pivot, Tim. Let me yeah. ask you this: like, with before we get, well, I do want to ask about social media, but before we get into that piece, let me ask you: like, that's where we kind of start with our body image when we were younger yeah. and becoming aware. What about today, like? Where are you at mentally today with your body and how you feel and how you move in the world? Yeah, uh, today I am 180 degrees different. Yeah. Um, yes, I, would, I, I mean, I would say so. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah, I I'm not closed in any way. <laughs> um, I I made a decision in when I went to college that I would open up more and try to be outwardly uh because you know i had i had made i had made up in my mind that nobody wanted to be my friend or whatever because of i was all these things and then i was like but what if they do 
Yeah. And I don't know where that like question, it was just one day. It was like, but what if they do? And I'm just not trying. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to uh, college and I'm going to try to get out there and do things. And progressively, um, I just day by day, step by step, uh, made more of an effort to become a blossoming flower. Mm-hmm. And then, then when I got to DC, girl, I was, <laughs> I, Ooh. you know, Carrie Bradshaw, that mm. life led me to the person that you see today who is very, you know, yeah, 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 and can't never shut up and can't never, <laughs> you know, it has a lot of things to say. So, I, I, I loved your pre-DC. You know I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that 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 adventure definitely ha- helped you bloom and blossom in different ways that you still carry with you today. So, yeah. Thank you. What about you? How do you feel about yourself today? I'm still I'm still a bit in battle mode with with my emotions with my body. You know, we talked a little bit about this on a previous yeah. episode, but um when I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis in 2015, mm-hmm. got on medicine and got that under control. And it was in that control period that I started working out and trying to be mindful of my food and dropped a bunch of weight and like was quote unquote the healthiest I had ever been. And yeah. when I got, when the medicine I was on stopped working and I switched medicines and I gained a bunch of weight, it put me in this really awkward mindset of like, I thought I was in control mm. and I'm now having to do these steroid treatments and medicines to help me stay alive, but that truly affect weight and metabolism and, and hunger. Yeah. Um, so where, where at one point I felt like I had like the mental control of like food, not food, not as comfort, but as uh, essential for living, like mm-hmm. mindfulness and portion control, um, all of a sudden, you know, even when I'm trying to eat right, if I'm on a certain medicine, I'm, I'm retaining everything, I'm putting on weight. And it just kind of put me in a spin about like how much control I have over my body, you yeah. know? And so again, I'm out of the worst of that flare up and on medicine that is not causing me to uh, maintain weight. And if I could get, if I can get back into good habits, I think I can get back to where I was but the mental struggle of where I was is what I'm dealing with now. So yeah. all the medical stuff is good, but now I'm mentally trying to like shake off the cobwebs. Yeah. And, and, and I just have a bigger appreciation for people who, who suffer with disabilities and silence and invisible disabilities, all that kind of stuff. Um, it just makes me appreciate the fact like, we think we have control, right? And there are things we can do to try to help, you know, be mentally stable and, um, things we can do to like help our bodies function but we are not always in control and sometimes not at all yeah Um, and and there's comfort in that but there's also that question of like i know where i was i'd like to get back to where i was if not physically also mentally you know so that's the flux i'm in right now um do you ever think like that you'll never get back there because you're never going to be that age and that time again though? The yeah, the age and time thing is interesting. Like um, what like have you ever thought about maybe just like getting to a place where you 
feel comfortable period rather than getting back to somewhere yeah i think i think it's it's it it, it shouldn't be about getting back it, it's that thing like it's that thing though like i am at the weight i was before that journey yeah so i know what i can do exactly I, you know i know i'm capable mm -hmm. but it, i agree it shouldn't be a goal of getting back to something or, or being nostalgic about a time um it should be I about like say that i only say yeah. that because i i up until this actual like maybe six months ago uh -huh. i was always in a i need to get back to 29. right 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 and i like something in me just was like you are you're 34 at the time i was 34 but you're 34 you're never going to be 29. yeah like be 34 be the best you can be at 34. and that and that's the goal right yeah. like be the best you can like in the moment in the now yeah you know and so i i don't want to forget where i was because i i know what I, I know what i'm capable of i've done it before exactly. i have the capacity to do these things and set goals mm -hmm. um it's just about where am i now and how can i be happy yeah right because there were times when i was on that control on that process where i wasn't necessarily happy about it right like i was frustrated i wanted to eat yeah um, wanted to eat maybe you were on the diet doing it well and not losing what you want maintain to yeah, yeah. And, and i'm like oh so um it's more about that happiness I, I do know that right now i'm in some habits that that aren't making me happy yeah that i need to break and how some of that a lot of that is food related but Same. um yeah so i i'm not i'm not angry or beating myself up about it right now i'm just trying to like some days are better than others mm -hmm. and that's okay that is that is where i think that's being kind to yourself and being um gracious to the body that you have because it is capable of great things just because you can't do it right now doesn't mean you're no less capable of them yeah yeah like you can just like when you first started then you can start again and get to wherever you're gonna get you know yeah. At least that's what I tell myself every day when I'm like, gosh, this broccoli tastes so good. <laughs> it's so wonderful. I'm so glad that I made this decision. It's going to be sustaining. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tim, I know we've, I, I'm enjoying this discussion, by the way. Yeah, I am. This is good. Um, we're going to take a quick break. We've got some stuff about, we got social media. Uh, what body types are we into? We got we got a few more questions we want to get through. Um, by the way, guys, it's Friday night, so Drag Race is coming on, so we have a deadline. So, Anitra, yes. <laughs> it's called <laughs> it's called priorities. Anitra, three uh, three. I don't what care if she hasn't won for the past two days. It's still Anitra over here. She's she's just wonderful. She's just uh, she's the bee's knees. She's beautiful. She's talented. She's gorgeous. <laughs> it's intelligent. Ugh. All right. Before we turn back into a recap podcast, we'll be right back. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Hey, Tim. Hey. We're back. We are. 
So continuing our conversation about body image, mm, body. you know, we grew up where we straddle that, that um, generation where growing up, we didn't have social media as you know, computers weren't really there just yet as we were kind of young and growing into them. But yes, email. E <laughs> yes, email. Yes. Um, Netscape 1995. Yes, AOL. Yes, AOL chat rooms. ASAL. Oh. oh my gosh. <laughs> Hotmail. Um, <laughs> So Black Planet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why do I know about Black Planet? Anyway, um, so tell me how do you shut <laughs> I'm gonna move on, Timothy. All right. So <laughs> how how has social media and your like your habits with social media like influenced your body image and how you feel about yourself. So when I first started getting on Instagram and stuff, because I'm an Instagram girl, I don't mm. I use Twitter, but for specific purposes in which we don't need to talk about. Um also I don't do too much Facebook because that is for uh a, a generation uh, above me. Um, so um, <laughs> I, <laughs> that is not for me. It's not for me. There it is. There it is. Because not everything is for everybody, right? It's not. That's it right. Is not, and I take it to my pocket um, and I pull out when I need it. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, I'm an Instagram girl. And when I first started getting on Instagram and seeing these pictures, um, it was a uh, people who didn't look like me, uh, their skin was much more fair. Uh, their hair was, their hair texture was much more looser. Um, and their bodies were a lot thinner. And I was just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and only seeing those bodies. This was around the time I also was in DC and trying to um, kind of get to a place where I thought that my body was just as desirable as, yeah. as the rugby gods that I was playing next to. Um, but I just like the rest of my, the, my whole entire life, I've always been the bigger kid, the biggest kid. Yeah. So, um, it really did a number on my self-esteem just to just to like constantly see that I'm not um I'm not normal <laughs> and I'm not uh desirable in um I'm not desirable on my phone even. Mm. So it, it did a number on me, but nowadays, because we have so much, um, well, I won't say so much. We have rep more representation of all types of bodies, yeah. skinnier, uh, bigger, thicker, fatter. Um, I now feel represented and... I find I find that I can carve out a place for 
for where I belong. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even with this podcast, um, carving out uh, places for people who look like me. Yeah. And who are just as big or bigger or smaller than me and having that that place that says, you know, we exist. And not only do we exist, we are happy and whole. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, social media has done kind of a 180. And I also understand that a lot of social media is wherever you, like, the algorithm puts it. So whatever you double tap is what you're going to see more of. Yeah. So if you double tap, you know, uh, specific groups that are maybe skinnier, then you're going to see more skinnier people. But mm -hmm. I happen to double tap on the heaviest of the, um, the uh, more melanated <laughs> uh, people. So I, my, my Instagram is looking real good when I look at the Explorer page. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about you? How does social media play a part in your image? I think uh, my journey with it is very similar to what you said, but I think, and let me preface this by saying I am fully aware that I'm a cis, white, gendered male. So mm -hmm. I know that a lot of things are already catered to me. So I'll put that out there in terms of reflections and seeing things out in the media. That being said, what I really love about um, where a lot of these platforms have gone is how easy it is to find what you want. Yeah. If you wanna get served what they're gonna serve you, you can do that and that's fine. But if I wanna find beefy gingers, I can find beefy, beefy gingers. Shout out to Ryan. Just oh wait, not, it's his Instagram handle. Oh is that God, is that man. private? Why <laughs> it could be anybody? Oh sorry, I'll I'll bleep that out. I'm no, sorry. you don't have to. You don't have no, to. I don't want to get. I don't want to. Put the, you, I you know you put lotion on his body, so why not? Hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> that was a good day. That was I'm a good glad day. I could facilitate that. Yeah, that's. We're going to have a separate podcast about stories of what we've done to each other, but um, anyway, but yeah, so with, with these platforms, like if I want to find what I'm interested in, yeah, especially now when so many people have access to these things and influencers are trying to put the content out there anyway, um, you can find what you want. And it's like, and so, yeah, you can, and, and the more you like, the more they'll feed you these new things and, you know, algorithm and all that fun stuff. But um, I'm, I think it's helped my body image to understand like there are other bigger plus size guys out there that mm -hmm. are proud of what they have yeah and are putting it out there and and should and, sh and should um and and i'm still getting over some of my repressed feelings about my body image and putting stuff out there but it definitely has helped me like understand like i am desirable oh yeah I, yeah you know and i've and and i want that too and so i i i've I think I've had a more positive experience with the platform overall than, or with the different uh, social media platforms, you know, obviously above and beyond the disgusting uh, political rhetoric that we're, we've been dealing with. Uh, if I want it, I can find it. 
and everyone i just want to let them know that there is a picture uh out there of my brother bear uh at a mud run um <laughs> that might be of your liking so go on over to uh the socials and see what you need if you can find me you can dig through that picture if you like thanks thanks for the shadow it was also it was a spartan race it was oh, oh sorry sorry you know i just knew the boys were dirty the boys were <laughs> muddy <laughs> muddy um tim what kind of body types are you into like well um, that has changed over time yeah so when i started out in my little gay b world um I was into what I saw at home. Mm -hmm. So I was into light skin, uh, maybe not fat, but definitely like husky. Yeah. Uh, I hate that term. But um, <laughs> uh, dudes, because that's what was all around me. Yeah. Um, shout out to Demario. Don't need to know the last name. I was in love with him, still mm -hmm. in love. If I ever find him again and he's divorced and the kids are grown, then maybe we can talk. Um, but yeah, like then it kind of, it kind of morphed into what was available, which was uh, a lot of white older men. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't not, I won't say that it wasn't my type because I chose it. But it wasn't necessarily something that was, I didn't realize I didn't really care to have it until I had other options. To yeah. Um, so it, and then it morphed into kind of what it is now, where it is primarily masculinity in a thicker form. So mm. I won't. I won't say that I'm not into necessarily people with vaginas, um, but I am into masculinity in mm. whatever form that masculine is. Masculine energy, yeah. Yeah, masculine energy is, and, and you know, maybe can pick me up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Will with all of that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, there are, there are a couple people on my brain yeah that i can you know that i would rattle off but y'all not gonna make that happen so what's okay point? i'm gonna uh, rattle i'm gonna rattle off one name and i'll beep it out because i need you to know who i'm talking about but uh, i'll hide my mouth and then i'll say it and i'll beep it out but <laughs> say their name <laughs> say their name sibling rivalry forever um so what's interesting is that again as i've gotten more comfortable with my body and i've been been able to find content of things that i'm into you know, the type of bodies that I thought I wanted when I was younger and fed to believe that this is the ideal body type. Yeah. Um, I like, I find that I'm attracted to a smorgasbord of body types, right? So yes. being bi and being into men and women and um, everything <laughs> and all the different energies that it comes with and different body types that it comes with. Um, I'm kind of into a little bit of everything. And I and I don't think that I generally, I, I will say I, I generally am not, I've not historically been into smaller body types than me. 
Yes. Mostly because of I, I it's just there's a dynamic there. Like I'm gonna break them. Yeah, yeah. I, I, um, and again, not not a shame thing, but just kind of like what I'm naturally attracted to. But then there are things that break through, and here's where the name's gonna get beeped out. Then you have your <gasps> right. <laughs> Listen. And as a tease to everybody else, this is a fraternity. This is that's in my heart. <laughs> this is a fraternity brother that me and Tim know, and we'll just put that out there and let everybody else know how we feel about that one. <laughs> We, but we we blanked out his name, and, I, and we won't make any other connective tissue because because we, oh, we could we could we could we could name some some times and dates and places if we wanted to. But that's that's the kind of thing like this person has a very smaller frame. Yeah. Um, but he has he has a je ne sais quoi. About it's it is yeah. It's the thing. It's the unknown quality. It's that energy yeah. and the way he moves in this world. Yeah. And it's like. I'm all about that life. <laughs> I'm all about that. I'm all about watching it. I'm, is it is I, it is it true that you you did you get a peek of things? Yeah, I, I got always... I got more than a peek. I got like it was there. It was yeah. present. I've always been jealous of you for that. Yeah, As, you'll always you'll always be ranked slightly higher. God for the life that I've lived in the way that I have because. <laughs> tell you he is so worthy they are yeah. so worthy yeah. listen god is a they them because father son and holy ghost they them um yeah <laughs> i just want to thank them because just they put me in the right places at the right time yeah and the ugh, it's like music is playing when i yeah. hear when i, when I recall it in my head yeah. i'm just like Ooh. i think of him and go Man, yeah, that's right? just that's just a that's a beautiful person. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna say something else, and I don't I don't mean this in any kind of negative way, but I think if you could like if you could remove his energy and soul for a second, and you just got a picture of him, it's fine. It's whatever. It's yeah. you know he might be an average Joe, you know yeah. nothing special. But you take that and you put that energy with it, and it's like, yeah, it's just it's a magnet. Yeah, it's just like. There's something about you, yeah. And I and I, I find that a lot, a lot about a few people in my life yeah. where I'm just like, no, it's a no, right? It wasn't <laughs> you, like, but but because it's you, it's a yes. Yeah, it, because it's you, absolutely, absolutely, every time, like, all day, all day. And I I would be so lucky, like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so, uh, so amen to this brother again. Shout we, out to them. Yeah, uh, mm. we, we we miss you. <laughs> that's the only one where I'm like, I don't. Well, yeah, it's the that's the only one where I'm like, I really don't care about sloppy seconds. Anyway, but <laughs> <laughs> I will be here when you are ready, yeah, regardless of where you've been. I don't care what other person has you've ran through like no. i'm waiting for the text i'm waiting yeah. for the text from our fraternity brothers who listen to this and be like who are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> who is this person and, and i think half i'm of the- waiting for the text to be like is it me and right. I'm like, no, right. it's not. those are the best the most like was you talking about me i'm like i honestly wasn't <laughs> well honestly you know. oh oh <laughs> And I know who you're talking about. And I think, Tim, 
Um, There's a hearty welcome. No, 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 no. A hearty welcome indeed. Um, (laughs) Hard. Let's play quick round question real quick before we take our next break. Yes. If you could have anybody else's body. So um, my one of my best friends, Chris, his boyfriend, I am, yeah, yeah, JT, I am very jealous that he has the body he has. I wish I could, like, form my own body into, like, that. He is the quintessential Instagram bear. Mm-hmm. I, uh, and he's so nice. He's so sweet. I love him to death. But, yeah, like, if I, yeah, I mm. would, I would live as him. Like, <laughs> for a couple gotcha. Be nice to have it for a couple of days. Just to try it on. Um, so, Bear, mm-hmm. um, what about you? What do you want? Who do you want them to look like or be? Well, oh, oh. That, that's the drag. That's the drag alarm telling <laughs> telling me drag is on its way. Oh. Um, that's okay. That's woman when we mentioned him earlier, and I, I bleeped out his Instagram handle because I threw that out there. But um, we have a. I don't want to say mutual friend. I met him once. You know yeah. him better than I. Um, <laughs> but just a short ginger king on a rugby team. Oh. Uh, Ryan, just bless you. Just I bless love you, you, Ryan. Thank you for that pool time in 2016, 17. Yeah. Whenever that happened. Um, Thank you for the lovely conversations that we get to have. And I. It just, and it, our uh, child that we share. Oh, it's a thing between me and him. Oh, okay. I was about to say, I was like, that is another <laughs> podcast. I don't. <laughs> Tim, let's go to break. We'll come back and let everybody know what we're living for this week. All right. Bye. Bye. And we're back. We're back. We're back. <laughs> So Bear, do you have any shout outs? I do, I do. I want to shout out, um, we always talk about our fraternity brothers on this yes, podcast. Because uh, we have it. so many wonderful people out there that we love and care for. I want to shout out Corey Walker. Oh, um, Corey. Yeah, yeah, Corey. Oh, I love him so much. Just a, the, a sweetie pie if there ever was a sweetie pie. Um, Corey has a podcast with a couple of his friends, Michael and Antoine. Mm-hmm. And it's called the Few Regrets Podcast. Oh, the wow, Few Regrets Podcast. Yeah, um, and I know they're on Spotify. That's where I found them. Um, and they're just hanging out and and doing a lot of what we're doing, just kind of chatting about what's going on in their lives and just hanging out. So um, oh, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. So just want to call them out and just say, Hey, Corey. Hope you're doing okay. And go check out his podcast if you guys get a chance. Oh, I'm sure it's awesome. I can't wait to hear. Yeah. So, Tim, what's making you live this week? What you got? Well, what's making me live this week is I have made a new friend while here in an undisclosed location. Oh, yay for friends. How'd that happen? Um, Well, she works with me. She is also um, in this line of work that I am in. Yeah. And, you know, I just want to shout out to Marie. Uh, She the podcast. Hey, Marie. Uh, and she has detailed questions to ask, which I love. Oh my gosh. <laughs> if we could have 
we're gonna have to have like a Marie corner or something. Where yes, we, we just, Marie corner. We could just answer a question. She's like, on your previous podcast, you said dot dot dot. Yeah. Yes, I love it. So, <laughs> hi Marie, thank you for listening. Hi Marie, and she's making me live because she is a wonderful uh, woman. Well, Marie, thank you for uh, friending my bestie. I'm, I'm glad that he's got somebody out there. So, thanks, Marie. <laughs> That's awesome. What about you? What are you living for? I am living, Tim, for camaraderie. So I hinted earlier in this episode that this week has been a week. Really tough week. And I had a moment yesterday where me and a friend were able to, we recognized in each other that we were having a week and we were able to break down in the safety of each other's like camaraderie yeah, 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 and yeah, just yeah. and just talk and let go mm-hmm. and um it was the turning point in the week for me i was really overwhelmed i was really done with everything and so yeah. you know i reached out to her and like we were able to connect and like and i could see that she was also having <laughs> less time. than a, a time um and we were able to like recognize that we needed each other just to like be open and honest and just ugh. yes and um and lay it all on the line let's put it out there and so it was really nice to like have somebody in my life that i can trust to do that with and um so i, I you know just want to say thank you to that person um oh, and just person. thank you person um and just want to like put that energy out there i hope I know everybody's in different parts of their life, but hoping you've got somebody out there that you can connect with and unleash on when you need to, because it's always very helpful. Having somebody to bounce off of and like, just understand what you're going through and can also like, just be there in a way that is not necessarily therapy because everybody needs therapy. Go get your therapy, but also having like a, a partner or a friend that yeah. is in the trenches with you. So, yeah. Yeah, that's really oh. good. Yeah. <laughs> so that was good. Yay, so, friends. Yay, friends. Thanks, friends. Let's talk a little bit about Cub and Chub stuff. We've got, um, again, shout out to Nick Morelli for the awesome artwork. You're always awesome, Nick. Thank, Thank you, Nikki. much. Go to our link, our link tree website. It's linktree.com slash Cub and Chub, C-U-B-A-N-D-C-H-U-B. Cub and Chub. From there, you can find all of our podcast links. If you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can get to our Twitter, YouTube, uh, TikTok, Facebook group, um, all that fun stuff. And you can also buy our merchandise if you really need a Cub and Chub t-shirt. Am I wearing the Cub and Chub? Oh, damn. Yes. Body positivity. I just bought mine today, actually. (laughs) (laughs) That's me. Thanks, Nick. Thank you, (laughs) Nick. It says Cub and Chub on it. It's really cute. Uh, it's adorable. Uh, I just bought mine today. Yay! Uh, so yeah, go to the linktree.com slash Cub and Chub and partake in all those fun things. Tim, we're about to dive into some drag race. It's Friday night. We're going to have a blast. Yes. Bye, horse. Bye, bye, everybody. We'll see you next week, okay? Bye. <laughs> <laughs>